What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. Woo-hoo! I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and interrupting <laughs> co-host. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I was, and I got way too excited. I was doing great. And then all of a sudden ah. I heard a woohoo. I was like, what's going on? Where are we right now? It's just the excitement because, hey, guys, some of you might know us. We've been covering the 90-day universe. Oh, yeah. But we decided, and actually you guys decided too, that we should do Married at First Sight. This is your fault, okay? Yeah. If you guys are listening right now, this is your fault. So this is the first episode of Married at First Sight we are covering. Yes. But it's not the first one we ever watched. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time mm-hmm. caller yes. here. We've been watching this thing. At least I've been watching this thing. I don't know about you over there. Day one, season one, big fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I got you into it. Yeah, I started watching it in 2016 with you. Let us, this is a good time, I think, to introduce ourselves. Let's if, do it. If you are new to the Married to Reality podcast, first of all, if you're not new, if you are a fan of the 90 Day podcast, hello. Hello, thanks hello. For, thanks for coming over here and listening. Welcome. But if you're new, if you're like, oh, Married at First Sight podcast, what's this about? Well, welcome to you as well. But a little bit about us, okay? We're a married couple. Mm-hmm. We Hence, are married to reality. Married to reality. We're married <laughs> to each other, but we're also married to our televisions and those reality TV shows. But we're an international couple ourselves. That's why we started covering 90 Day Fiance in the first place. Yes. Guess who's the foreigner? Very nice. Um, <laughs> my name is John. <laughs> It's not me. Yeah, sure. It's not me. It's me. I am Teresa, <laughs> and I'm from the Czech Republic. Ooh, yeah. Woo-hoo! The best country in the world. Okay. You know, most <laughs> of our audience is American, but... I do love America, too, because America is now my home, and mm-hmm. it has been my home for over 11 years. Okay. But just to make things clear, John and I have been together for years, but we did not for meet... For six years. For six years, okay. exactly. Actually, tomorrow, tomorrow, it's exactly six years since I and you swiped right. No, that's not true at all. Don't lie to our friends. Tomorrow is the anniversary of our first meeting, of our first first day. We we swiped right a few weeks back. We swiped right in December of 2015. Yes. We met January 7th. Yes. 2016. Look at us. Going strong. Well, but what we did, we met on Tinder. I was already in the U.S. going to school, working. John was working. So we did not meet the traditional 90-day way as all our fellow friends from the 90-day world. And I only say friends because we watch the TV. Yeah, they feel like friends. But we have gone through a lot. Same as they have the green card process, the language barrier and all that stuff. Traveling to Europe for your family and friends. Take back my language barrier. My English is badass. It's gotten a lot better. It's badass. If we did this podcast (laughs) in in 2016, you would not be saying, very nice. You'd be saying, what what is she saying? Well, that's not true. I kid. That's not true. When I met you, my English was good. But yeah, hey, 11 years ago when I landed... It was no bueno. No, now she's trilingual. Look at her over there. (laughs) Yes, but we are, yeah, we're an international couple. We're a married couple. 
We went through the green card process, all that. But now we are covering Married at First Sight. Because A, it's our guilty pleasure. It is absolutely our guilty B, pleasure. B, you guys asked for it. Yes. And C, let's add something new to the mix. Yeah, and right? have no fear that 90 Day Fiance coverage is not going anywhere. So you guys know that if you guys have been listening. For you new folks, yes, we're doing Married at First Sight, but we also are currently covering Before the 90 Days. We're covering the single life. We're going to be adding Darcy and Stacy. Woo! So someone buy me a cough drop or some throat coat tea or something because we're going to be talking a lot. We sure will. And I'm excited. I yes. think it'll be so much fun. Yes. I enjoy this because straight up honesty, we would be talking about this regardless of the podcast, right? Yeah. Because we watch and we talk. The only difference is that now when we do podcasts, we don't talk about it prior because John always says, save it, put it pod. <laughs> yeah. We, we would be talking about it with our mouth full of Chipotle over the oh, dinner yeah. table. But instead, <laughs> if anyone from Chipotle is listening, send us a gift card or something. Yeah. But not an ad. Definitely not an ad. Yeah. But yes, we would be talking about it anyways. So we figured let's talk about it with you guys. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things we always do at the top of the pod, if you guys haven't listened before, is a little housekeeping, a little house cleaning. We like to get things in order before we launch oh, yeah. in. Okay. The first thing we ask is that if you're not following us on social media, come on over to Instagram, follow us at Married to Reality Pod. Yeah, guys. What are you doing with your life if you don't follow us? Who are you following if you're not following <laughs> at Married to Reality Pod? We have some OG memes, aka original memes. They're all OG memes. Because we do come up with them. We post them, and we hope you guys like them. Hope you like them. Hope you share them. Hope you message us. We love talking with you guys. We love when you slide into our DMs. Oh, yeah. We, we love talking to the friends. Yeah, we talk about the pod here on the pod, or we talk about the show on the podcast, but then we'll talk about the show with you guys, too. Just message us. Give us your thoughts. We'll share more of our thoughts. We love that on Instagram at Pod. Yes. Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast. I just rattled off a whole slew of shows we're going to be covering. They're all going to be happening and dropping right here. So make sure you're following the podcast so you get them every time they drop. It's so easy to follow the podcast. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's as hot as this new season Ooh. of Married at First Time. It is a hot season. I can already <laughs> tell it's a hot season. Ooh, that took a lot out of me. It always does. Catch your breath over there. Ooh. We got a long way to go. Oh, for okay? sure. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love when you leave the reviews. It makes our day. It makes our week. It is the best thing you could do to support this podcast. Plus, you just missed Christmas, so mm. you can make up. Our birthdays are in March. Well, coming up. So yeah. just just a few coming reasons. Up, you, you, have some time. reasons. you have some time to think about what you want to write if you're going to leave us a birthday review. Mm. But if you're new to the podcast, don't feel like you need to leave a review right now. Listen. Listen for an episode, two, three. If you like it, if you like what you're hearing, go ahead and leave a review. That yeah. would be the best thing you could do for us. Okay. I think... You're holding your hand up. You yeah, you forgot. Oh boy, what did we I? We have a merch shop. Oh, we got some merch. If you yeah. guys, if you guys are feeling like, oh, my boyfriend, my girlfriend didn't get me what I asked for for Christmas or Hanukkah, well, head over to MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a store. There's shirts. There's mugs. There's sweatshirts. There's Beer pint glasses. glasses. Yeah, <laughs> and treat yourself. Okay, treat yourself. We should do a promo code. Probably for the launch of this season. Yeah, we could. 
We'll do a promo code. We will, I guess, well, let's share it on Instagram. Yes. Tonight or tomorrow. I'll Another have, reason for you guys to follow our yeah, Instagram. I'll have to remember to do that. But so, guys, if you're hearing this and there's not a promo code up on our Instagram, don't shop just yet. Just wait. I'll post a promo code. We'll figure it out. We'll get you outfitted. You guys will be looking good. <laughs> and that covers the housekeeping, I think. Yes. Right? Okay. So here's how I think we should approach this episode. Because this thing was three hours long. It was longer than the Titanic. <laughs> right? So long. I haven't sat on the couch for that for three hours straight. I drank like five Mickeys. <laughs> Mickey trust. Teresa is the resident alcoholic on this podcast. Okay. Sure. That's what that's what John likes to make me look like. Yeah. But, but. She, she keeps it together. <laughs> but this thing was long. This thing went on and on like Rose's heart. And I thought it flew by. For a three-hour podcast or for a three-hour show, I thought it flew by. I agree. But I think we need to kind of break this thing down to make it easier to talk about. So I think, and you tell me if you disagree, mm -hmm. I think we should go couple by couple, talk a little bit about each couple. Then we can touch on the suit shopping and the dress shopping, touch on the bachelor, bachelorette parties, and then bring it home with the wedding. Oh, yeah. With the Let's one way. bring it one home with the one and only. All right. One of my favorite weddings I have seen on Mary at First Sight. Let's be honest. Really? It was a dumpster fire, but let's not skip ahead. Right. Let's, not, let's not rush to the end here. We got a lot to talk about. Okay, here we go. Married at First Sight, season 14, episode one. As always, they, they've used science, technology, and Google Docs to match these couples. Okay, and it's not a winning system, but they're not changing it. It's not a winning system. It's got How many? What's the percentage? Thirty <laughs> percent success what? rate. Just on these marriages. Yeah, your average marriage success rate, fifty percent. I think. 50, That's not very 50, high either. It's not high either. <laughs> but about fifty percent end in divorce. We're talking seventy percent ending in divorce on married at first sight. Wow. But they're not changing. They're not changing it. They're sticking to their Google Forms, their Google Docs. Well, this is what I think, and I might be totally wrong, but I don't think I am. I think they always find a few misfits that they know they're not gonna last, but they're gonna bring the show. I know, and isn't that a little bit wrong? Like, this listen, I might be wrong, but this is how I feel about it. Because if someone asks for, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna reference. I don't know if was it the previous season. I think it was the one in Houston. That was the previous season. Yes. Yes. So Mirla. Yes. And Gail. And Gail, right? <laughs> Mirla said, I do not like bald guys. <sighs> I don't want to have a bald guy. Yada, yada, yada. The expert says, oh, she needs to suck this up. Gail is great for her. Gail, totally bald, right? Completely bald. Not a hair so in his head. It's almost like. She literally said, I don't want to get a bald guy. I'm saying, I mean, some people can grow hair, hair implants, but it's almost like the experts are trying to like, hey, hmm, she said no, but maybe this can get her out of her shell and it can bring some views. It's such a good point. And I think it's a little evil almost. And the experts are almost trying to teach these people a lesson. Like they were trying to teach Mirla, don't be superficial. I know you don't like bald people, but here you go. Meet Gil, right? And 
I don't know if I completely like that. If you yeah. ask for something, shouldn't you receive that something? And that's my point. I feel like they try to get you the best possible match, but maybe if they if they think, oh, you're asking for too much, let's let's play a little shuffle over here. Mm-hmm. Gil has great personality. He's gonna be great for you. Yeah, he's bald, but you'll get over it. Yep. It's, it's a risk because and, and that's hey, why and that's why the success rate is thirty percent. Like I don't have a specific type of guys, but there are certain things I like about guys. Obviously, I have John now, Hello. right? But I do do know what I what I did know what I was looking for, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't settle for less. No, I think there are certain deal breaker things that people ask for. And sure, hair versus no hair shouldn't be a deal breaker. Yeah. But who knows why that's her preference. Maybe something happened. Maybe she had some traumatic experience with a bald person. I don't know. Maybe. If maybe. you guys if you guys are watching before the 90 days, you got Gino who's bald, who won't take off his hat. Maybe she dated a <laughs> bald guy who wouldn't take off his hat and she's scarred by that for life. She's like, take off the hat. He won't take off the hat. So she's like, I'm done with bald people. Just give me someone with hair. Yeah. But the experts don't listen. They don't care. I do think it's 50-50. I think it's, oh, we're going to try to match a good couple, but we're also going to try to entertain some folks at home. Listen, over the years, I feel like there is always like one couple that I feel like, yes, they're going to make it. They're good for each other. On the show. Yeah. On every season, I feel like there is one couple that, that they did a good job and okay. they sometimes survive. Okay. Not last season, but let's be more hopeful for this season. Should we start talking? Should we start talking? <laughs> no, I like to see a happy ending. I really do. I really do because this is a crazy experiment. Oh, for sure. We're so numb to it now, 14 seasons in. But I remember the first couple of seasons, I'm like, this is batshit crazy. Two people, two strangers are legitimately getting married, going to go live together, live with a stranger. Mm-hmm. Like, if I go on a business trip and I had to share a hotel room with a coworker who I've known oh. for a year, I would still be uncomfortable. Oh, for sure. These people are going to go share a hotel room the first night and then for the next at least two months if you're going to play by the rules. I hate when people sit on me, sit on me, <laughs> sit next to me on a bus. I would or hate when people plane. sat on me too. I mean, obviously on the plane, there is no way around, but. Right, but you wanted that empty seat. Yeah, if, I, if I always hope for an empty seat uh, I know. when and, I fly. Until they're like, well, the boarding door has been closed. You're like, please, nobody sit here. Please, nobody sit here. Please, nobody sit <laughs> Right. Someone's going to sit next to you, sleep next to you for two months. Who you don't have any clue about. (laughs) The show is nuts. And so we're going to get drama either way. I do hope for a happy ending. I I do agree. But I also do want to see some nuts. Okay. So I think I said how we're going to go about it. I think Mm -hmm. at the very end, let's give our opinion on who's going to make it, who's not going to make it. Sounds good. Okay. You ready to start with a couple? Yeah. Let's start with Lindsay and Mark the Shark. You... (laughs) You love Mark the Shark and you love calling him Mark the Shark. Because it's cool. It's not cool. Why isn't it cool? Because he definitely gave himself this nickname. You think so? Mark the Shark is not a nickname that somebody else gives you. So He doesn't have a friend who's like, Mark, you're so driven. You go after what you want. I'm going to call you Mark the Shark. No, that's a name you give yourself. Well... And he kind of said it. He said, I go after things like a shark. 
a Mark the Shark. Right. <laughs> I freaking love it. People call me Mark the Shark because I tell them to call me Mark the Shark. Maybe people can call me T the B because uh, I love honey and yellow and black. Don't, no, don't give yourself a nickname. <laughs> it is a huge red flag and multiple people have given themselves nicknames or alter egos on this season. Oh, that's very and true. And it is just a chorus of red flags. Well, that's what you think. I love Mark the Shark. Okay. I'm I just going to keep calling him Mark the Shark. MTS. MTS. He called himself MTS. Uh, MTS sounds like a boy band. Does it? That's BTS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Let's let's talk ages and occupations. All right. My favorite part. Okay. Lindsay, 34 going on 45. <laughs> 34 going on 45 for sure. Sorry, Lindsay. But maybe lay off the booze, mix in a water. I think it's also, and I think I have a deeper voice for a girl, but not as deep as Lindsay. Okay. It also makes you a little older. At least makes you sound a little older. Okay. All right. But anyways... She is a healthcare project manager. Sounds like a good job Sounds for good. you. All right. And Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark. 37. And he is a regional manager of three gyms. Yes. So he says, I, when I look at him, I go wedding DJ. This guy, <laughs> this guy is a wedding DJ. No question about it. No ifs, ands, or buts. This guy is rocking the electric slide on a Saturday night. This guy As is leading the macarena, the chicken dance. This guy is a wedding DJ, sometimes proms if he, he needs to. And bar mitzvahs. He does a bar mitzvah once in a while. He's rocking a Coke and Pepsi out there. And listen, he has the perfect name, Mark the Shark. Okay, let me, let me add on to that. DJ Mark the Shark. Let me add on to that. You don't even know what you're saying. Because <laughs> if any of you guys are from Connecticut, then you may know... Mark the Shark, the DJ slash traffic guy from 96.5. What? I know it's a very esoteric reference, but Mark the Shark was a DJ or is still. I don't know. I haven't lived in Connecticut. On the radio? And on the radio, <laughs> Mark the Shark. Yeah. He's like, this is Mark the Shark coming at you with traffic. Uh, it's real backed up on I-95 today. Take an alternate route if you can. All right. Mark the Shark out. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I, I love it. No, it's fine. <laughs> But uh, I'm getting total wedding DJ vibes from MTS. I'm just getting a salesperson vibes because he talks a lot. He seems very like a nice person, like a genuine person. Sure. But he, again, he talks a lot and he talks fast. He could definitely sell me a car I don't want. He's got the Boston accent, which I like. It's, oh, yeah. uh, it's a little, it's the thickest on the season. I wish it was thicker. I'm you big, do? Big fan of a Boston accent. But I really have to pay attention to follow him because he talks very fast. You can sympathize. You got the accent. He's got the accent. Oh, sure. You know what's up. Listen, I, since I got to the U.S., I lived around, around and in New York City, everyone talks very fast compared to the South where we live now. Very true. Right? So I'm used to people talking fast. And we have a family member who talks very fast. Mm -hmm. But Mark the Shark... Talks fast. Let's be honest. He <laughs> talks like a shark. Yeah. All right. So uh, we talked a little bit about Lindsay's appearance. Let's talk a little bit about Mark's appearance because I'm clocking some waxed eyebrows on this gentleman. <laughs> I'm seeing waxed eyebrows, 
maybe a tanning booth once in a while. Maybe a spray tan if he's feeling a little, uh, I don't know, like he wants to splurge a little bit. But I'm I'm getting vibes that he takes care of himself. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but we know he auditioned for Married at First Sight four years ago. Didn't make it. I think he may have auditioned for the Jersey Shore as well <laughs> and didn't make it. I'm getting those vibes. He does look like it, the jelly little, yeah. and... Him, Pauly D, in the situation, I could see the three of them going out to the clubs, <laughs> fist pumping until sunrise. Yeah, I can see him on the Jersey Shore. Right? I used to go. <laughs> this is Mark oh, the Shark yeah. coming at you live <laughs> from Seaside Heights, New Jersey. <laughs> Point Pleasant Beach. Point Pleasant Beach. <laughs> the boardwalk. Yeah. You know, you know a lot about New Jersey. I went to the Jersey. My, shout out to Generous, my buddy, oh. who uh, had a house or has a house. Uh, in NJ? In Point Pleasant, I the think. The Garden State. The Garden State. Yeah, I used awesome. to I used to drive down there because I used to live in New Jersey. And also a great movie, Garden State. Really? Oh, you've never seen Garden State? No. Probably the best movie soundtrack of all time. We could have watched Garden State two and a half times in the time it took to watch this first episode <laughs> of Married at First Sight. But I'm well, not complaining. Maybe we'll watch. I'm not complaining. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about Mark the Shark. Okay, so a few notes I wrote down about Mark the Shark. I'm doing the Boston accent. That's so good. Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark. It's also my Engl- England accent. Teresa, you'll get to know, has one accent. <laughs> For the entire world. No, 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 no. I have groups. I have new, like I have Boston and England accent in one group. Uh-huh. They obviously have the Czech accent. Of course. And then I have my Georgia accent. Okay. And then I have my Wisconsin accent. All right. <laughs> well, they'll, they'll all come out at some point, guys. And at they, some point. They all sound alike. Okay. <laughs> no, they don't. Your notes about Mark. All right. Mark the shark. Active. Love skits. And now it gets a little sad. His dad passed away. Hold on, he- hold on. Before we get to sadness, really? the segment here, you're just going to brush over the fact that he's a cat daddy? I was going to get back to it. I was th- going to actually b- go through the sadness, the segment, <sighs> and then come back All to right. the fun stuff. I'm sorry for interrupting. Let's get through sadness, the right. segment. His dad passed away from cancer. That's very sad. And his mom is not doing too well. She, he said she's in rehab. She's in a rehab facility. I facility, don't, not yeah. in like an alcohol rehab. Right. Yeah. That's and I think, Lindsay, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going to be there yeah. soon. And his grandmother is there too. So she, His grandmother has dementia, so yes. she also needs to be in a facility. So yes. he takes care of them. He goes there, brings them groceries. So it's a big part of his life. Yes. And I love it. I love that he is there for his family members who cannot take care of themselves because he's the only child. And I feel for him because I am the only child. Mm. Luckily, my parents and my grandma are doing good. Knock, knock, knock. But one day they're going to be older and I will have to deal with it too. So I I totally understand. That's why one of the reasons why I do like Mark the Shark. He's got a good heart. Yes, you thank can tell you. he's got a good heart. All right, Sadness under under segment. that tanned, <laughs> leathery, eyebrow waxed skin. All right, all right. Okay, take it easy. Your Sorry. bros looked waxed. Uh, they're not waxed. I know they're not, but they look. Uh, that's yeah. I was blessed with good eyebrows. What can I say? I do love it. Thank you. But sadness, the segment is over. Let's get back to the fact that he has three kids. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is a little bit of uh, sadness, the segment, the sequel for people like us. We like cats. 
we're not cat people, but True. we've met a cat or two that we've pet and enjoyed and, and we've picked them up. And three cats is a lot for any person, especially a guy in his 30s. Unless you get matched with someone with two cats. That's five cats. Five cats. That's a lot of cats. That's a lot of cats. And I was going to mention, we watched the before Married at First Sight the episode one. The matchmaking special it was, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, I was like referencing 90 Day because mm-hmm. that's our bread and butter. That's our um, world, yeah. Butter. But, that's our bread and butter. Bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's funny though because the the British did come to Boston, right? Yes. And so the accent may not be yeah, so far off. Everyone came. I went okay. to Boston once. Sure. <laughs> the Czechs came to Boston. The Czechs invaded Boston. Yeah, everyone's invading Boston. But I was gonna say on this matchmaking special, uh, these ladies, YouTubers, newspaper media ladies, personalities. media personalities. Thank you. I was looking for the right description. Sure. I'll generalize. <laughs> um, so they made a good point because they said they think this couple can work if the cats get along. Because many times the pets are like the kids. If the pets don't get along, yeah. it's an issue. Five cats. <sighs> I feel like you have a way to solve this problem, though. I have a way <laughs> to solve everything. Teresa, are you ready? Told me, Teresa told me her solution I did when tell we were him. watching. Yeah, I was like three Mickeys deep. Oh, boy. Those are, Michelob, those are Michelob Ultras, not date rape trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's are, we're not going to get into this, a family-friendly podcast. It's actually not, but Michelob Ultras. Yeah, Michelob Ultras. So, okay, if you have five cats and they don't get along, right? Cats usually don't love you. They are with you because you feed them and because, <laughs> because you keep the doors closed. They work for your affection. So, so if you have five cats... And you, they don't get along. This is this is what you do. You keep the doors open, and you only keep the cats who don't run away. What a problem solver! So over a, here. you will know that the cats who stayed or a cat, <laughs> they do kind of like you. They really want to be there. Exactly. Yeah, they had the chance. And be problem solved. Yep. I don't see anything wrong with that. As easy yeah, as they, that. They become outdoor cats if they have to. Or someone else will pick them up. My mom loves. Random cats. She always right. feeds them. And my dad says, don't keep them inside because we have a, my parents have a dog. But there are people like my mom. Sure. There are people like my mom who are going to be like, oh, stranded cat, come over. Sure. So cats will find a new home. Someone they will get along with. So if you have five cats, they don't get along, just keep the door open. Here's my issue with that. <laughs> and, and I love it for the most part. I think it's fantastic. I don't see anything wrong with it for the most part. Except Mark the Shark says his cats are practice for children. He, I, I can see that. I would not recommend doing that with your kids. If your kids are fighting, I wouldn't recommend leaving a door open <laughs> and seeing who sticks around. I also... I, I, I agree with I, you. I, I do agree. I also don't see how cats are good practice for kids because cats hate you. They want to be left alone. They sit in a windowsill all day and poop in a box. They don't need love or affection. A dog maybe would be a good practice for having a kid. I totally agree. But I think Mark the Shark said it in a way that he has other beings to take care of. Like when you have kids, but he doesn't need you to, cannot be selfish. He doesn't need to take care of a cat. Literally, you, you dump cat food into a bowl once a day. Maybe they could go. You could 
dump a huge heap. The cat can go for three days in a row. You don't need to take him out to walk. They're not waking up in the middle of the night with diarrhea like dogs are. Cats want nothing to do with you. Cats are not kids. If anything, they're teenagers, maybe. But dogs would be the appropriate pet to get if you want practice caring for something. True, but some people are not dog people. Fair enough. So I think Mark the Shark loves cats. He has cats. He treats them like babies and says, well, that's a practice for when I have the real deal. Yes. And and that's all to say he does want kids. He's a man who wants baby sharks. Yes. <laughs> okay. That song, by the way, is so annoying. We're not going to sing it. No. We're not going to sing it. Okay. No. That's Mark. The shark. Shall we move on to Lindsay? Lindsay the wild card. Lindsay the wild card. Her blood type is B positive and <laughs> her blood alcohol level is off the charts. I'm Did sure. Did you hear she said, my blood type is B positive, which is my motto in life. That's pretty good. <sighs> pretty good. <sighs> I don't okay. even know my blood I'm type. I'm sure she saw that on a painting at Home uh, Goods. Oh, I was just going <laughs> to say. <laughs> Live like your blood type is B positive. Ooh, I can okay. totally see that. <laughs> That's the type of blood type that probably gets COVID more than any blood mm-hmm. type. But I'm positive. Okay. Lindsay, yes. 34 going on 45. She's a risk taker. She'll jump out of an airplane, but... Drinking coffee for before bed, that's a little too risky for her. Well, she is oh, definitely a wild person. Okay. And something about Lindsay. So she was almost married before. Oh boy. Her fiancé broke up with her five days before the wedding. Five days. Which is ridiculous. You're not getting your deposit back. Not at all. Oh, Okay, sorry. Oh, okay, I got that, very, was, that was aggressive. I got very excited because <laughs> I started following some Married at First Sight Instagram accounts, and I forget which one this was, but they posted a screenshot. Sorry, I'm not giving credit where credit's due, but they posted a screenshot of Lindsay's GoFundMe page, and the heading was like, I got left at the altar. Oh, my gosh. And she had raised like $4,000. And I tried to do research, and I couldn't find anything about it, so I forgot about it. But as I just said, she's not getting her deposit back. I was like, maybe that's why she started to go fund me. Wow. She needs to get some of that money back. Oh, she should have sold the engagement ring since he basically left her at the altar. Imagine if he asked for that back. Oh, my gosh. No. But. Listen, it's sad. I feel for her. Did she tell us why? What happened? We didn't hear why. Okay. But we know it was a year ago, which seems very soon to be very getting soon. married again, especially considering I'm sure the casting process took at least a couple months. Mm-hmm. So she got cast. She's being filmed telling us it was a year ago. That means she applied to get married like six months after she got left at the altar or something. But I almost feel like... I can see, not that I would never ever do it, but I can see her being like, you know what, F this. Like, I got left at the altar. I just won't laugh. Let's just do this. It's crazy. I'm just going to be YOLO and see what happens. I can see her being like almost enraged and just be like, yes, I'm just going to do it and see what happens. I'm not questioning her motives at all. I'm questioning if she is mentally there. Oh, she's not mentally there at all. Right. If she has the, (laughs) if she's got the emotional well-being to be in a healthy marriage which she there's no way she can if she got left at the altar six eight months before she gets matched 
not a chance. But it's drama. And not to really try to diagnose her too much, but could be why she drinks so much is because she mm-hmm. is dealing with this trauma. Or if she just likes to drink and relaxes yeah, it. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. She's just YOLOing. Just YOLO it up. But yeah, so that's Lindsay. But there is also a little sadness the segment. Her parents split up a few years ago. She has a great relationship with her brother and her dad, mm-hmm. but she barely talks to her mom. Right. Which is sad. Right. It is It is sad. There's definitely the opportunity to bond, I would say, over these family trauma issues between Mark yeah. and Lindsay. And I'm sure this is what the experts saw because it was almost, I don't want to say easy, but Lindsay said, I don't care what he looks like. I don't care what he does for a living. I literally don't care, right? So now you have this girl who's kind of broken, who loves cats, and you have this really positive, optimistic guy who also has some family issues yep. or family trauma, let's yes. put it this way. They could bond over this. Yeah, and again, not a therapist. I don't know if that's the best thing to bond over is that, oh, we both have been through some shit. I mean, it could be. It could be, but it could also just be adding more fuel to fires. Maybe. Right? They're they're not necessarily going to be able to cure. There is no cure to it, but they're not necessarily going to be able to provide what that other person needs just because they also dealt True. with shit. But I feel like every couple has the special bond that kind of either started the relationship or keeps the relationship together. Like we have a special bond that started our relationship and it's us both being creative people. Sure. In a way that that's something we do for a living as well. And that's our world, like creativity and music. And we did, that's just how we started. And it's a really good point. And to that point, I guess I would say they can understand each other. They, yes. They've both had family trauma. They can understand what the other person's going through or has gone through in a way. So that's helpful. That's helpful. Okay. That's Mark and Lindsay in a nutshell. Mark the shark. Mark the shark. I'm not going to call him that often. Okay. You can call him that, but I sure will. Okay. That's MTS and Lindsay. Mm -hmm. Shall we move on to our next couple? Let's do it. Let's move on to Katina and Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan. You'll get Elijah it. Wan. Some names are more difficult than others for Teresa. I mean, this one's easy. It doesn't have any R's. Elijah Wan. Elijah. But I just wasn't sure exactly. I, I think I call him Elijah Wan. Nope. Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan. Okay. Katina and Elijah Wan. Both 29. Mm-hmm. Katina is a benefits analyst. Okay. And Elijah Wan is yep. a wastewater operator. Okay. So we meet Elijah on first at his family barbecue, mm-hmm. right? He's breaking the news that he's getting married and everyone's fired up about it. Everyone, yeah. The whole family is excited. He's popping champagne like he just won the World Series or like he probably does at the strip clubs because let's be honest, he's had some practice at the strip clubs. And wait, both of them are what they call themselves ex-party peeps. Because they're done with the party scenes and they just want love. But they both used to love hitting the clubs. But are they ex? 
party peeps? Like, you know that sign that hangs in the office? It's been 32 days since our last warehouse accident. <laughs> like, what's your sign? Show me your sign, Elijah and, and Katina. How many days since your last party? Because I don't think it's been many. Well, that's the thing. You cannot just say you're an ex-party person. Maybe you can go from going out every night to being in relationships. But it was me. Not that I was a crazy club person. I wasn't. But before I met you, I used to go out all the time. Otherwise, I would have to be at home with my roommate and we didn't really get along. So I used to go out all the time with my coworkers or with some of my friends. And we lived in New York City. Why not? Again, we weren't hitting clubs necessarily. But still, I was out. Once we started dating, we started doing more things together. So it naturally progressed to me not having the need to go out all the time. Right. And that's an interesting point because you said once we got together, mm-hmm. we you stopped, right? Well, I started hanging out with you. That's, right. That's what I'm saying. We're going to put two party people together. So they may party even harder now. It's not like one person who wants to stay home and Elijah Ron's going to go, all right, well, I wanted to party, but now you want to stay home and watch a movie. Let's do that. It's going to be two party people. They might fall right back into their old ways. Or they can compromise. They can hit a party once, twice a month and then do other things. Or you don't have to hit the clubs necessarily to have fun. You can go to a bar. You can go to bowl you can do top golf you can still go out and have fun but you don't have to be hitting the clubs for sure let's let's actually get to the root of the problem because the partying is not really the problem what's the problem elijah was quite the cheater in his day okay because you can party without uh, cheating the cheating is the issue Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and when he was cheating he went by an alter ego. He had a name for him. So he gave himself, <laughs> he gave himself his own Mark the Shark over here. It was his middle name, I guess. He went by Isaac. Okay? So Isaac was the crazy cheating party person. But about two years ago, he realized that he needs to figure out who he is. And he became Elijah Wan. Yeah. Well, he reverted to Elijah Wan, his birth name, his God-given name, right? Oh, no more Isaac. Isaac. Oh, Isaac. No more Isaac. Elijah Wan is back. And here we go. Some more sadness. The segment, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of that this episode. We learn he also dealt with some family trauma. Yeah. His dad died when he was 16. Mm -hmm. And well, so now his mom is his best friend. Super tight with mom. Yes. And so he's, he's going to hold his wife up to his mom's standards. Yes. Did you see the mom's face was blurred in the photo? Oh, yeah. Which probably means that she's not going to appear on the show. I don't, yeah, I think that's a... Otherwise, why would they blur it? I think that's a good assumption. I think that's a good assumption. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to meet mom. But we do learn Elijah Juan wants a woman to cook and clean for him. Ah. He wants to be able to come home to a hot meal. And his words, if she can't cook, that's not a wife. Not going to lie, this sounds a little bit like Isaac to me. This sounds like something Isaac would say, not Elijah Juan. And also, okay, let's be honest right here. I'm sure most of you guys will agree with me if you're married, right? To say, oh, I want a traditional wife who's going to cook. I want to come home to a hot meal. And if she's not going to cook, it's going to be a deal breaker. Listen, some people like me love to cook. I freaking love to cook. I cook every night. I make lunches for us. I cook breakfast on the weekend. Sometimes John does, right? 
but I do it because I enjoy it. Right. If I hated cooking, we would find a way. We would do takeout or we would, I don't know. Or do, we would split it. We would do yeah. Blue Apron or yeah. HelloFresh, not, not an ad. And w- <laughs> we would split the duties. Like there are chores around the house yeah. we don't love doing. Yeah. We split them. We split we them up because we don't find joy in it. There's certain things that have to get done. So you do them. Yeah. But as I, as I was saying, I do enjoy cooking and that's why I cook all the time. Right. It's not because, oh, I'm the traditional wife who has to cook all the time. No, I don't. Right. I like it. But him saying that that's what he wants, that's a little much. That's a little too much. It's a little too much. And he goes as far as to say it's a deal breaker. Ah! If his wife can't be a housewife. And I don't know if we got information. We can move to Katina and talk about her. I don't know if we got info on whether or not she's down to cook and down to clean. I don't think Katina was the one who mentioned it. I know that Jasmina that will talk about, she said that she loves to cook or she wants to take care of her husband and cook for him and everything. I don't think Katina said it. There's always two people on these Married at First Sight seasons where you go, why weren't they matched? Mm, I they agree. Should have, they should have been matched. I agree. <laughs> it's like they both applied. They both want it. But no, Dr. Pepper wants to mess with us. Oh, yeah. DP. <laughs> that's, DP. What, that's what we call her. DP and Pastor C, PC, Pastor Cal. <laughs> yeah, they just want to stir the pot a little bit. It's like if you want them to make people happy, here you go. Mm-hmm. But no. Okay. So Katina. Party girl no more. She's, okay, we'll see about that. That's her tagline. She's at the (laughs) hookah bar with her friends. And my only question is, how did hookah bars stay in business with COVID? Oh my gosh, that's a really good point. That's the last place I'm going during COVID. That's a really good point. And don't get me wrong, I've smoked my fair share of hookah. I used to go to this place in New Jersey to smoke hookah with my friend and sometimes her weird boyfriend. <laughs> but not, <laughs> not during COVID. Am I, no, oh my gosh. Am I sucking on a community tube and then blowing it out into the room? I moved out of New Jersey at like the beginning of 2015, please. No, okay. No, but I'm, I was just shocked that. And we didn't see, and we're not going to get very covid on this podcast, but we didn't see any masks or anything until the very last scene at the wedding. Mm-hmm. There were like two people with masks. But- Here's Katina at the hookah bar. I was surprised because it's Boston, not Florida. I know you would expect a (laughs) a couple more masks, a couple more masks. But I think it seemed like it may have been summertime when these weddings went down. I think it got better over there. Things were a little bit better. People are outside. I don't freaking know. Nobody knows. Who knows? We're all doing our best. But we learn, yes, Katina used to be the life of the party. If she started at 7 p.m., she's not finishing the party until the sun comes Mm. up. But it's time for her to slow down. Right. She's getting Chanel bags under her eyes, which is the <laughs> fa- my favorite line I've heard definitely this season, maybe of all seasons. Chanel bags under her eyes. Well, she also has some weird dating history. She basically said that she's very lucky when it comes to taking men. Some, somehow. She's very what? Lucky when it comes to taking men. They always hit on her. They no. start dating and then the girlfriends call. call. I wouldn't consider that lucky. What would you? I. What would you say? I said very unlucky. <laughs> I meant lucky that they, they just keep coming. Sure. Again, <laughs> unlucky to me. But hey. But well, yeah. we, we learn she's been cheated on 
a bunch. Yes, but also guys cheated on their girlfriends with her, which she used to get the calls. Yes. So this is a lot of cheating. A lot lot of of cheating. It's a lot of cheating. And it's terrible because... Elijahwan was a cheater. Oh yeah, I and think I think that's a that's an issue. Yeah, she's been cheated on, and now she's getting married to the guy who would cheat on her. Right now, now that guy, that f boy, is her husband. Oh, and I think that's going to cause some PTSD. I like, think so too. Again, not a therapist here, but it's going to remind you of all the times you were cheated on, and you're going to be so suspicious. Of your husband. I was going to say, unless he hides it, but he already said it. And so she'll see it. And as we heard on the before Mary at first sight, what is it called? The matchmaking special. The matchmaking special. We saw Clara from the Atlanta season. Ryan and Clara. And basically Clara said the relationship started going down the hill after the final, final episode. But what really was the nail in the coffin was when Ryan saw Clara on TV on the, on the season, basically talking about their sex life. When she was sitting with the other yeah. contestants or whatever you'll call them, the other... The other ladies. The other cast members. Cast yeah. members, yeah. Uh, spilling the beans about how they do everything but sex. Yes. And that clip obviously got out because it's a juicy clip. Yeah. Ryan saw and uh, that's basically the nail in the coffin. Yeah. As so you say. As much as Elijah Woon can play, oh, I'm the nicest guy in the world, this is going to come out. She's going to see it. It's going to come out and she's going to be suspicious. Oh, and, yeah. And suspicion is a terrible thing in a relationship. You need trust. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as she finds out, oh, he used to cheat. Some people go, once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't subscribe to that. I subscribe to if you've cheated on a person once, you'll cheat on that person again. But it doesn't mean you're going to cheat on anyone. Mm. So I have hope, but I just don't know if Katina will be able to look past that once she finds out. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We also have some more sadness to segment here. Yeah, her dad was in prison since she was a baby yes. until her adulthood. So she basically has no relationship with him. Yes, yes. So uh, some more, some more family trauma. Her parents divorced. Never had a good role model for a good relationship. So that's definitely going to play a factor. And here's my overall fear. With a couple like this, okay? They are quote-unquote playboy playboy people, right? Mm-hmm. They've had their past. They're good-looking. They're popular. No trouble getting dates. So it's always a concern for me when I see these couples that they just want clout. They want to further their Instagram status. They want to further their playboy status. So are they really here for love or are they here for followers? I think she is here for love because we'll see it later. She's not that crazy as she maybe portrays herself. She seems like a okay. nice girl. Not right. too much. Elijah Boone, however, I don't think he is ready. Well, it only takes one for a failed relationship. Oh, for sure. But I believe that Katina's probably tired of not finding the right man. And hey, they're 29. Like, I'm sure uh, when you're closer to 30... You do have the itch to find your 
favorite person, some your people. best person. Some people. Yeah. Sure. Like you and I, we got married when I was 29. Right. It's not the same across the board. It's not up. I'm 30. It's time to get married. No, no. But you, you do start mature. thinking about it because you do mature. in the same time, if you want to have kids, there are the clocks. What do you call it? The evolution clocks. The cl- Yeah. The, the clock is ticking. Yeah. The clock is ticking. So, hey, like you probably want to meet someone because it's not like you meet someone and you get a baby next week. Nope. So that all takes time. So I, I see why she's on the show. Elijah Woon. We'll, we'll yeah. find out. We'll find out if we're dealing with Isaac or Elijah Woon. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to move on? Let's do it. Let's move on to Noi and Steve. 33. Noi is 33. She's a recruiter. She's a recruiter. Steve. And Steve, 38, unemployed. Unemployed was a sales engineer, uh, but now he's unemployed. And there's a lot to unpack here. So I think that's a bad move going into the show. It's being a unemployed. terrible move going into the show. And my question is, was he unemployed when he applied? Mm. I think he was because he basically, let's just talk about Steve first. <laughs> okay. Um, he's meeting up with his family. Yeah. He's telling his family. He's going to dinner to break the news and he's there with his brother who looks like the love child of Bruce Valanche and Fozzie Bear. This guy is out of control. (laughs) Yellow hair. And (laughs) Fozzie Bruce is like, I don't think this is a good idea, Steve. I think it's a great idea. (laughs) So positive. (laughs) So positive. So, okay, we learn a little bit about Steve. Yeah, so as you said, he was a sales engineer, which seems like a good job. He's very adventurous. He got laid off because of covid so, he, and correct me if I'm wrong, did he say he took a four months off to do this long, long road trips? Yes. A, around the co- East Coast, all the way down to Florida. Yes. He was sleeping in the car and he explored places and realized he doesn't need a lot in life, right? But he also realized that he wants a family. He wants to be married. Correct. You got it. The issue is him being unemployed. Yeah. Going into a marriage with someone he doesn't know. And that's why I'm really hoping he was laid off late into the process, if not uh, middle of the process. Because if the experts chose someone from the start who was unemployed, that's ridiculous, Pastor Cal. Mm -hmm. What are we doing here? Like you're setting someone up for failure. I mean, he has the potential to have a decent job and I'm sure he's going to find one. But let's be honest, with Forget married at first sight. If I went on a date with a guy that I liked and I was like, oh, it's a great guy. And he told me he's unemployed. I wouldn't like it. You know why? This is why. I Because you're going to have to pay for everything. Well, yeah. Hey, but this is what I was saying. I was thinking, okay, so you got laid off. That sucks. I feel, I feel bad for you. But instead of you trying to find a new job, you're dating. Why are you dating? Right. Well, get your life together first, <laughs> then hit me up. Here's kind of why it's genius. And I don't know if Steve thought this way, but getting married when you're unemployed, not ideal. I think most of us would say marriages, weddings, they're expensive, right? Very expensive. You don't have to pay for this wedding (laughs) on Married at First Sight. So it's kind of brilliant. And then on top of that, you get a free apartment for at least a couple of months Mm. so he can move out of his van or whatever he was living in on that road trip and he gets a place to live for a couple of months. True. So it's actually kind of brilliant. Well, if you remember and This was a Boston couple as well. 
the guy who's now dating the blonde doctor from oh, I think Barrett. his name is John. John yes. and that girl who was too high maintenance. Uh, I want to say Molly, but I don't Molly, think. Is it? Yes. Okay. I think he got laid off right before the show because his boss told him, yes. if you're going to do this, don't come back. And he said, I'm looking for love. I'm just going to do it. But I think he eventually found his job. But I remember Molly had an issue with it. But he was, I think, cast. And then he was like, hey, boss, I'm going on this yeah, show. Yeah. And he was like, no, you're not. It's not in the process or before the process that he was unemployed. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, I don't know about this, Steve. Yeah. He should have found a job right before or at least at least try. I, I hope he's <laughs> looking. I hope he's looking. Or, although. Yeah. Although. Maybe he's not looking right now because he's going to be spending a lot of time doing all this married first sight stuff. Yeah, but his wife, Noi, she's got a job. She does. So what's he going to be doing during the day? I don't know. I don't think that's an excuse. It, to me, it seems like he cares more about being on TV than finding a career for himself or providing for himself and his wife. Well, he doesn't look like someone who wants to be on TV. He's what? 38. He's on I TV. Well, he is, but I really feel like he wants to find the right person because I also think he said he's the only unmarried child. Yes. Okay. So let's get into it a little bit. He does say he wants a wife and children more than anything. Family is super important to him. And we learn Steve's grandparents had an arranged marriage. And so did his aunt and uncle. Yes. So he's got some experience with this. His family's got some experience with this. And he's hopeful for this type of marriage. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Let's do it. He's 38. It's about time. So I get it. I really hope that he's actively looking for a job. I just think maybe he should have had whoever arranged his grandparents' marriage <laughs> arrange his because they probably have a better success rate than 30%. Well, his grandparents have been together for 70 years or were together for 70 years. It's amazing. I don't think that person is still kicking. That's, that's very true. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, let's so, talk about Noi. Let's talk about First Noi. of all, I love the name. Noi. Noi. Yeah, okay. She's also got an alter ego, Noisy. Did she say Noisy? Yeah, with a Z. Oh, I love it. Noisy is her alter ego. It's her wild child alter ego. And as I'm saying this, I'm kind of getting why they all have alter egos. Why? Alter. Like you get married at oh. an altar. <laughs> it's their alter ego yeah that's crazy this is like a third person over here yes so noisy noisy her alter ego likes to dance wear wigs get dressed up and get goofy but noi is a little more quiet she's quiet she's a hopeless romantic active she dated men from did she say bulgaria yes and the uk shout out to georgie of Darcy. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> yeah, Noi could have been on 90 Day Fiance. I was literally going to say that. Knowing, yeah. knowing the Day Fiance. <laughs> <laughs> but but she's not married at first sight. Now, yeah, yes. she moved to the East Coast after those failed relationships to start fresh. Yes. And we learn a little bit more about Noi. Her family, they're refugees from Laos. Mm-hmm. She was born in a refugee camp and then emigrated to the States when she was two. Yes. Pretty amazing. So she grew up without much. But it brought her family together, made them super close. And so now she really values family and that connection. And that's why she wants a husband so bad and a family so bad because she does value family that much. Yeah. And I can see that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So I'm excited about her. I think she's going to be good television. We'll talk about whether or not we think they're going to make it at the end. Yes. Okay. All right. 
Let's Next. move on to Jasmina and Mako. Hit me with some ages. Hit me with some occupations. Right. Jasmina, 29. Teacher. Preschool teacher, Preschool, I think. Preschool, I think, yeah. Early childhood yeah, education. Yeah, I think it's like early childhood development. Yes. And Michael, 28, personal trainer. Okay. All right. So Jasmina, we meet her first at a restaurant with her family to spill the beans. And she just goes... So would you guys love to come to my wedding? And this is the first family who doesn't seem fully on board. Well, it's mostly the mom. And this this family has some crazy stories too. Who doesn't? Know, who right? doesn't on this season, right? <laughs> Maybe it's a requirement to get on the show. I think it's become a requirement. But her mom isn't too thrilled. and But the reason is legit. She basically says... I don't want her to get a broken heart. We don't know who she's going to be matched with. I don't want her to be unhappy. Yeah. That's a legit concern. It is a legit concern. And Jasmina does have a troubled dating past as well. Classic. Um, no, I was going to say unlike. Like Katina, Jasmina has a history of dating people who aren't right for her, aren't ready to settle down. One guy had a baby behind her back. <laughs> Okay. I don't want to laugh, but uh, you, this is crazy. You can. It's crazy that every single one of these people have issues like this. And I get it. This is why you turn to such an extreme mm-hmm. process, sure. like married at first sight, because you're like, well, nothing else I did worked. It actually failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Um, but having a baby behind your back, this is Chris and Paige coming to fruition. Remember when, oh my when Chris is like. Oh, Mercedes, my ex, is pregnant with my child. <laughs> and then they all met, but it turned out she had a miscarriage. So she said, I don't really know the details. Yeah. But like, this is that coming to fruition where she had a guy and that guy ended up having a baby with like so many beautiful queens out there. I was going to say that. So many beautiful so queens. So many beautiful queens. Black queens, Hispanic Black queens, white queens. White queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, this oh is my gosh. Chris and Paige coming to fruition. But- Enough about them. That's so three seasons ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Jasmina, a child of nine siblings. Okay. She doesn't know all of them though, because when she was two, her mom walked out on her and her sister. But when she was seven, her dad remarried to Kimberly, mm-hmm. who I just want to say it as Kimberly. Kimberly. Like soldier boy. Like soldier boy. Another 90 day shout out. Um, who Jasmina loves. Jasmine and Kimberly absolutely love each other. They've bonded. It's great. But then her dad left Kimberly to move to Jamaica. So Kimberly got custody of Jasmina and now they're And her sister. And her sister. Now they're closer than ever. Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful. But of course, Kimberly is the skeptical one. She doesn't know how she feels about Jasmina getting married at first sight. She doesn't want Jasmina to get her heart broken again because she's seen what she's been through. And that's... uh, Understandable. Yeah, for sure. I think that's She's worried about her daughter. That's normal. Yeah. Okay. So then we meet Michael, who's at his family's house. And he's ready to drop the bomb about yeah. marrying he has a like stranger. like 59 sisters. There's three. Oh. Okay. I thought there were four. Uh, I think there three or four. Okay. I'm thinking four total at the table. But either or, they're so on board. They flip out. They're fired up. They're crying happy tears. They're maths fans. These girls (laughs) love maths. You're like, yes! Yes! (laughs) Like, finally. Michael is like, 
oh, if my sisters don't approve what I'm doing, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. And They're sisters, like, yes! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they're fired up. They're excited. But then we learn more. A little more sadness, the segment here. Oh, my gosh. Michael's father passed away when he was 11 or 12. I am not making a joke. I find it very sad that he doesn't know what age he was when his father passed away. You think that would leave an impression. You think you would know how old you were, especially when you're 11 or 12. It's not like you're two or three, right? Mm-hmm. His father passed away. Then his brother was shot and killed. And then his mom passed away from breast cancer. So this is a one, two, three punch. This is probably the saddest of all segments. Oh my gosh. And he's like, I've been a bit of a lone wolf after all I've been through. I have trouble letting people in, which I can imagine you're scared to lose another person. If I let you in and I now have the chance of losing you, I've lost the people closest to me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to lose someone else. So he's had trouble doing that, but now he's going to fully give himself to this relationship. Doesn't it seem like... When all these people came to the recruit recruiting event, whatever you call it, the casting event, yeah, they probably told them, "All right, everyone with family, deep family issues, stay. Everyone else leaves." <laughs> and this is what you got. Yeah. And DP and PC and Doctor Viviana were like, "Job well done." Yeah, if you've lost at least one parent or have three cats, you can stay. It's like two steps forward. (laughs) The rest, thank you for coming. Try again in four years. Yeah, it's it's sad, but it's it's crazy. I mean, I get it. You want to give people who have been through so much a chance, Mm -hmm. but it's like, were these the best people, or are they just going to be the best television? Because we want the best people to be paired with the best people. I think literally we're almost done with all the couple. We have one left. Every single one of these people have some deep family issues. Oh yeah. I don't think we've ever seen it on a season. I, I don't think it there, was this way there before. There are always people who, not always, but there's sometimes people who have great families backgrounds and yeah. happy families and happy grandparents and happy parents and no divorces and mm-hmm. no deaths. So not, not this season. Not this season. All right. Let's, so let's talk about our last No, couple. you skipped my favorite oh, part. Oh, my bad. Michael's apartment. Michael's apartment. I'm trying so to think. So it looks like it's the summer. Oh, <laughs> Michael has yeah. yes. his Christmas lights all over, which I would still understand. You can say, well, you know, I had a party. I just put him out. He has the socks that you leave out for. The, what do you leave stockings. out for? The Santa? The stockings. The stockings. Yeah. He has the stockings on the window. Yeah. He's, like, what, do you, what do you keep there? Like a TV remote? Well, he's fully invested in Christmas. Or he just doesn't care. Or it's his favorite decoration. It's his favorite holiday. The favorite don't, holiday. Don't, don't judge the man. YOLO. Don't judge the man. All year around. But yeah, I did. I was like, oh, they must have filmed this in December. No, nah, no. Nah. And I was like, oh, no, it's like <laughs> August. <laughs> yeah. But hey, we like Michael, I think. Right? He seems like a nice okay. dude. All right. He's no Mark the Shark. He's no Mike He's the Shark. He's no Mark the Shark, but let's see. All right. Let's talk about our last couple, Alyssa and Chris. Mm-hmm. Alyssa is 30. Social media manager. I can see that. And Chris, 35, realtor. Okay. Ugh, realtor. Realtor. We, realtor. We, oh, that's a tough word for you. Re, that's listen, a re, listen. Realtor, tough word. Realtor. That's very good. Right? Very good. Okay. We meet Chris. He's meeting up with his mom to break the news. And I don't know how you feel about this, but he lied to his mom about 
why the cameras are there. He's he's doing his own undercover boss. Oh yeah. Where you lie? Oh, I'm here because I'm on a game show to try to win my own bar. He's like, I'm on a real estate game <laughs> show, mom. Like, just kidding. I'm getting married. Well, that was pretty good because I'm sure some of these people. What do you tell your family? He's like, hey, let's do brunch, but ignore all the cameras. No, like- I mean, you tell them that you're in the process, and you say. Oh, the crew just wants to get some footage of us. They're going to decide if we are camera ready, if we, how we look on TV. And then once you're there, you go, psych, I'm actually on the show. Like you can still tell them a little I bit, guess. right? Don't bait and switch. Poor well, mom is like, oh my God, he's going to be on <laughs> Selling Sunset. He's going to be right. Like, nope, married at first sight. But mom looks like a sweet lady. Oh my gosh. She's, she raised uh, him by herself. He's like, I'm going to get married. She goes, to who? <laughs> like, you haven't had a date in years. <laughs> to who? Yeah. Um, sorry, I feel like I interrupted you. He's, he's, uh, what were you saying? I was just saying that she, mom was a sweet lady. Oh, yeah. He, I think he's the only child raised by his mom only. Yes. So I'm, obviously she's a little bit concerned, but... You had something to say about your mom, didn't you? No, I, I no. My only note about the mom was I feel like she would be friends with Dr. Pepper. What about the the Boston accent? Oh no, no. I have something to say about <laughs> Mark's mom. Oh, when he when he calls his mom later about Mark the shock. Yeah, oh. we'll, we'll, we'll get to we'll get to that. But no, Chris. Okay, let's talk about Chris. Plays a lot of disc golf. Okay. Pro disc ball. Uh, disc golf. Disc golf. I don't think that's a real thing. But he competes on a local pro level. Th- those things don't make, that's an oxymoron. You can't be local and pro. Uh, <laughs> and you definitely can't be pro at disc golf, Chris. But he plays with his disc a lot. I get it. He also tucks the front of his shirt into his pants. No surprise there. There's a lot going on. Just the here. front? Just the front. Well, I do that too. Yeah. No judgment here. This well, is Planet Fitness. It's a lady thing. Okay. Yeah, it is. Well, speaking of ladies, he couldn't find any throwing the old disc around. Couldn't <laughs> find any girls playing disc golf. No pro, no professional disc golf. Uh, <laughs> females, I guess. Just. There is no female league. Just yeah. stop it. Stop so, it. He is a realtor. <laughs> He's been successful at that. Not successful at love. I do think he's probably a pretty successful realtor because I saw him wearing those Vineyard Vine shirts, Mm -hmm. which are pretty expensive. Are they? That button down he had when he was lying to his mom was like $120. Is that that well that expensive? Yeah. I mean, not all of it is that expensive, but they get pricey. And it's huge in Boston, so it makes sense. It's huge in New England. Yeah. It's like a New England style. So he tells us he usually just dates people because they're hot and nothing else. And after six months, he realizes, well, it's not working. Well, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. So now he's turned to the experts and. They found him Alyssa. They found him Alyssa. Which I'll be honest, (laughs) my least favorite person on this season so far. I think it's everyone's least favorite person. She seems like she has a stick up her butt. Okay. All right. Let's let's talk about her. First of all, she meets up with her friends and her mom to break the mm-hmm. news. And she's like, what are you guys doing in two weeks? 
And her friend's like, it's my birthday, bitches. <laughs> She's like, no, it's my wedding, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, okay. maybe like a joint party? Could Lifetime pay for my birthday party? Mm. Maybe we could do like a joint bash? No? Okay. Three people on top of the cake? No? Okay. So we learn about Alyssa. Yeah. So this is what I actually do like about Alyssa. She loves the animals because she rescues dogs and cats and matches them with their forever family, which is beautiful. Now she's rescuing one more dog. Ooh, she sure is. <laughs> That's Chris. <laughs> Chris would be a great name for a dog. I love dogs with human names. I do too, but I don't like Chris. I think great name for a dog with a human name is Kevin. Kevin's good. Steven. Steven's pretty good. Gre- um, Greg. Maybe, maybe okay. Greg. Yep. Um, I was going to say John, but it's you. Mark. No. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, All right. Else? I don't know. We're I think on. I think Kevin and Steven definitely my top. Kevin! <laughs> A little Home Alone <laughs> shout out right there. Okay. Anyways. Yes. Loves animals. Loves, loves rescuing cats and dogs. Also loves to ride horses. Loves farm life. But she used to hate country. And she now she loves it. She used to hate all cowboy boots and farms. And now that's all she wears. Yep. <laughs> Funny how things change. So we find out she was in a relationship for a couple of years. They were looking at engagement rings. So things were getting pretty serious. And then one day she got a text that said, don't make dinner. We're breaking up. I thought that. He came home and said, don't make dinner. We're breaking up. Oh, either way, he said, I don't want to waste food. Yeah. We're breaking up. Which, whoa. Her cooking must have been terrible. Terrible, terrible. <laughs> She's like, I don't even want this meal. <laughs> uh, we're breaking up. Yeah, which is tragic. It is. But at least I think this was more than six months ago that this happened. I don't think she said when or or I missed it. Right. Unlike Lindsay, who is clearly not ready to marry someone. No, I think but I'm a, here for it. Alyssa may have hopefully healed from that traumatic experience and can move forward in a healthy way. But yeah, that's that's her sadness, the segment right there. Mm-hmm. Mother Josie's supportive. She's like, Alyssa was meant to marry at first sight. It's like, really, mom? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, mom. Because Because most guys who spend more than an afternoon with her, don't want to marry her. So it's probably best if she just marries the guy right away. You know what's crazy? She reminds me of someone, of someone I, I know. know. And I feel like that's another reason why I don't like her <laughs> because I feel like she reminds me of someone I don't like. Guys, message us if there's a celebrity or someone from another show or something that she reminds you of because nah, it's someone I know. Someone you know personally? Yes. And oh, okay. that's why I don't like her because I. Guys, Besides don't don't her- message us. <laughs> <laughs> it's someone Teresa knows, okay? You guys don't know her. Yeah, it's just, oh my gosh. Like she just reminds me of someone and it's just, eh. She does have that face. Yes. But listen, I think Chris is a nice guy. Yeah. I wish they found someone a little more fun for him. But All right. Well, don't spoil our predictions. We're going to get to him at the end of the show. I didn't predict just yet. Okay. All right. Please. Okay. Please. All right. Well, Here's what I think we need to do. I think we need to take a quick break. I think we need to grab some fresh Michelob Ultras. Some fresh Mickeys. And we'll be right back. All right. We are back. Cheers. Cheers to Cheers. Let's do it. Cheers to beers. <laughs> All right. Cheers to these Mickeys. Okay. 
All right, let's let's talk a little bit about the guys meeting for the first time. It's always good. It's something they've started to do recently on Married at First well, Sight. Well, like seven I know. episodes ago. <laughs> I mean, seasons. It, it's not an original thing, but no. they've started to, well, they changed the whole game. They, oh, they did. They used to not tell us who they were pairing. They used to let people live separately. No, they used to let people find their own right. place. Basically, what we what they could afford. Which so I loved. Had, yeah, some people had these huge houses and some people lived in a dumpster. Because we want to know how much do these people make. Mm-hmm. And that was such a tell of like, mm-hmm. oh, we can only afford this, we can afford this. But no, now they all live together in a high-rise apartment. Mm-hmm. But okay, they now meet because they want some support to go through this process. Yes. Someone I do who, like this. I do like when the guys and the girls meet. Okay, so the guys meet. And this is where we learn, or this is where Mark shares with everyone how he applied. Mark the Shark. Mark the Shark applied (laughs) four years ago. Didn't get a match, but he didn't give up, which is sort of a good sign. It's a sad sign that he didn't find anyone in those four years. Because he was just browsing the waters. It was just trolling those waters. It's a good sign, though, that he's this determined Mm -hmm. and he came back even after seeing the terrible success rate of this show year after year, he's like, nah, I think I can do it. And someone said, dude, you went through the process twice. (laughs) So he's got everyone calling him Mark the Shark. I love it. Which kills me. Mark the Shark. But that's something that should just come up. Like, hey, maybe a week into the process, two weeks into the process. He's like, first day, Mark the Shark, nice to meet you. Mark the Shark, nice to meet you. No, that's the move. And... So my name is Teresa, but I usually go by T yeah. for family and friends. I made this mistake when I started my job. I introduced myself as Teresa to everyone. And now everyone calls me Teresa. Some people here and there call me T, but they always like, oh, we're so sorry. I'm like, no, that's fine. Like, that's what actually people call me. So there are a few people who do call me T. They started maybe a year ago, but it was by mistake. Right. right but I guess T is a nickname. Yeah. It's, it's no Mark the Shark. <laughs> That's just a lot to ask someone to call you. If someone said, hey, man, call me Mark the Shark, I'd be like, no. Hard no. <laughs> if, okay, not that I even want to go there, but if your name was Mark the Shark, I would definitely call you Mark the Shark. No, you would not. Forget about babe no, well, and, we, and don't, love. we don't do that. No, Let's we don't, but I would clear. be like, oh, Mark the Shark, can you please <laughs> vacuum the apartment? <laughs> All right. Oh, you know. oh, Mark the shark. We did have the shark vacuum. Ah, the shark, the uh, robot. Yeah. Terrible, terrible it vacuum. It broke. We got yeah. Dyson. Yeah, Dyson. Fantastic. Not an ad. Okay. So then there's Elijah on telling everyone, I need the girl to be attracted to me. Otherwise, I got to win them over with my personality and <laughs> I don't have one of those. So <laughs> let's hope they find me good looking. Well, all of them are kind of like nervous about not being the girl's type, which sure. that's a legit concern because absolutely not to be, um, what do you call it? Superficial. Superficial, but the the look is the first thing you see. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you can turn it around like the star couple, Jamie and oh, what's her space? I, I, no, I cannot believe they're still together and I forgot his they name. They have a bunch of kids. Like, I know. Yeah. She was so not attracted. So unattractive. Not attracted to him. to him. And they just turned it around somehow. Looks are important. And guys, if this is the first time listening to this podcast, we make a lot of office references. <laughs> and 
this reminds me of the the episode where there's the complaint box and people are like, <laughs> Michael, you got coffee breath, you got BO and What's that? body odor. Oh. <laughs> and Jan and Michael are talking at the end of the episode and Jan's like, you know what? Like you don't have BO or something like, you know, sometimes you may be coffee breath, but she's not into him. And Michael's like, oh, but it's not my looks. Like, is, is my, and she's like, no, like you're fine. Like you, you're attractive. And he's like, that's all that matters. Like, that's all that cares. <laughs> that's all he cares about is that it doesn't matter how terrible his personality is or his breath is like, as long as someone finds him attractive, mm-hmm. that's all he needs. Listen, being attracted to someone is a big part of the relationship, but everyone has different types. So you can be attracted to someone and your best friend can say like, ew, like what's going on here? You can have like a generally good looking people, I guess. Sure. But which all these people are generally good looking. Let's be honest. For sure. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting in this circumstance because attraction is the first thing that attracts. Physical appearance is the first thing that attracts people to each other. You're standing across the bar. You work with someone and you see them and you're attracted to them. And that's what makes you want to get to know that person or form a relationship with that person. You can take that off the table here because you're going to be married to that person. So you don't need that initial attraction. What you need is what's more deep down, mm-hmm. what is what is more substance. And maybe you can grow to be attracted to that person. You can learn to be attracted to that person, maybe. But you can take that initial attraction off the table because it doesn't matter. You're getting married. So sure. you you have two months to win that person over with your personality, your intellect, your humor, whatever. The whole package. The whole package. So really, Elijah Wan hopes they're attracted to him so he doesn't have to work. But there is still hope, even if there isn't the attraction, as evidenced by Jamie and what's-his-face. What's his ugly face? I don't know. But I also remember that he was also unemployed at the moment. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Married at first sight. What are you doing? That to was these like this people? whole thing that she was this successful, beautiful nurse. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. he was this unemployed. I think he was a salesman, but I think he just lost his job. Oh, Doug. Yeah, Jamie Doug. Doug. <laughs> he looks like a Doug. He does. That's a good name for a dog. I was just going to say Doug the Dog. Yeah, I like that. Mark the Shark. <laughs> Doug the, the Dog. Okay. Doug the dog, Mark the shark, and Elijah on the Facebook crook. He says oh, yeah. that's his name because he's a player. He says he's almost like catfish the way he changes his identity. And that's not a catfish. That's a chameleon. Mm. And that is red flags. You're so good at animals. I'm very good at animals. <laughs> Suspiciously good at roadkill. <laughs> Which is something sure is. when we're driving down the road, we, we like to hike. We like to go out into the wilderness, Wyoming, Montana, wherever. And when we're driving. When I'm driving. When Teresa's driving, <laughs> I like to call out the animal that has not passed. Not made it. <laughs> that is what? <laughs> that has not made it. That has not made it. That has passed, um, unfortunately. And I'm really good at roadkill. You are. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> okay. Elijah Wan, he's... He's confused because he tells us he wants a housewife. He tells his friends, he tells these guys, he wants a housewife, someone to cook dinner for him. But then he's also telling the guys, I want a, I want a woman 
who will come to the strip club and motorboat a stripper with me. He's like, I want a woman who will cook me dinner and then grab dessert at the strip club with me. It's like, <laughs> eh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure this woman yeah, exists. Luck. I'm sure this woman exists. Yeah, but good luck. I don't think Pastor Cal is going to hook you up with that woman. I think Elijah won will be the least favorite in the guys group. Uh, there's always one. There's always one. I don't think he's going to be as unlikable as Chris was. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I think Mark the Shark is the guy for everyone. Yeah, he's, he's a friendly guy. He's a friendly I guy. I think the rest, like Steven and Chris, are like quieter dudes. Middle of the like, pack. They'll get along with yeah. everyone. I think Mike is also a very nice guy. I think he's going to be friends with Elijah Wood but everyone. Yep. I think he's going to be like the middle person. Yep. And then it's going to be Elijah Wood who's just going to be like the, the wild person. Well, to go back to Mark, he did. The shark. He did say to Steve, like, if this shit goes sideways, let's just get drinks. Like, me and you, we'll hang out. We'll do this process together. So he is the that go-to guy. I he think. told Chris or Steven? Steve. Steve. Yes. I said Steven. That's our plan. What? No, it's not. Steven. Yeah, but not Chris. No, no, no. But I said, I thought you said he told... Steve. Steve. And yeah. I said Steven. Oh. But I'm saying, no, that's our plan. Well, Steven is, I'm sure, Steve's full name. Maybe. Yes. I mean, okay. we live in America. People are crazy. That's true. When it comes to just, names. Just Steve, just dropping the N, right? Cra- crazy Rid- people. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. Let's talk about the girls meeting. The girls meeting. Okay. Lindsay. Talking age. What? They're talking age. Talking age. Lindsay. Woo, Lindsay. She's Ooh. she's telling the girls. She, <laughs> she gave the experts no specifics when yeah. it came to a guy. They're like, pick whoever you think for me. YOLO. Just no belly and no baby teeth. What's baby teeth? I don't know. Because is it I like would someone s- with like tiny teeth? Yeah, which is like shark teeth, which is like Mark the Shark. Yeah, but Mark the Shark has nice teeth. He does have nice teeth. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of think that's almost the right move. And not to give Lindsay too much credit, but... It's kind of smart because whenever you tell the experts, I don't want a bald guy, you get gill, right? So don't tell the experts what you want. And they're probably just going to give you a pretty decent guy. I have to say, I have also a thing for teeth, but in a way different than Lindsay, Guys with large smiles creep me out. Oh, too too much teeth. Creep me. I too can't much take teeth it. Is just, yeah. like, but, but, or when they show too much teeth to the point that you see the, what's the thing around your teeth? The gums. The, oh my uh, gosh. People, guys yeah. who oh show their gums, <laughs> I can't take it. And yeah. I went, before I met you, I went on a day with a guy who just showed too much gum. Mm-hmm. And after one beat, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta go. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> just, I didn't even give him a chance because I just couldn't. Maybe they were I just couldn't. veneers. Maybe they weren't even real teeth No, though. you show me your gums, goodbye. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Unless you have like a gum to offer me. I'll love sure, gum. Sure, that kind of, right. If you break me off a trident, But you show talk. me a big, your, your big gums. Goodbye. See you later. That's a big no-no. But okay. hey, I found you. Well, uh, that was Lindsay's only request no belly no baby teeth um Alyssa tells the girls the dinner breakup story and then how she manifested maths in a way she's like I manifested being here I don't even know what it means like I, I understand but I don't even why, know why she, would you say manifested I don't know if she actually used the word manifested but she was like I 
I willed this into being her. I forget the exact words, but I wrote down manifested because she's like, yeah, like I put it on my vision board. I thought real hard about it. And here I am. I can see her having a vision board. Yeah. But she's also going to be the girl who is quiet in the corner, at least at the bachelorette party, which we'll get to, Mm -hmm. who just doesn't seem like she wants to be there. I think she's going to be a complainer. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like she's going to be a Karen. She's going to be a Karen and she's going to complain about things and then she's going to do a 180 like she did with cowboys or horses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or she did with the farm life. Right. She's going to complain about it. I don't like it. And then she's going to realize, you know what? I'm complaining for nothing. I'm complaining because I'm a complainer because I'm Karen. I can see her walking down the aisle and then be like, okay, I need to speak to the manager. Can I speak to the manager of math? This is, this is not what I asked for. <laughs> this is not what I asked for. Yeah. Can I speak <laughs> to the manager of this horse? This is, this is not <laughs> what I want. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's trouble. Chris is a great name for a horse. Chris? Uh. Chris or, the horse. We don't need to do horse names the segment, but <laughs> well, maybe, maybe one day. Um, and then they just, yes. I just have to say. Uh, Therese was raising her hand, so we call on her and she has to say. The best name for a horse oh, is. Oh, is a horse that I rode. <laughs> on my 30th birthday. It's the horse I wanted to ride. Teresa and I went horseback riding around i don't want to say vegas it's the outskirts of vegas it's red rock it's a red, yes, red rock canyon red rock canyon and great little outfit of horses and cowboys and they almost gave you beauty they almost gave Ugh, you the horse i didn't want to get a beauty which is very fitting for you Teresa. Oh, thank you Teresa is a beauty and they were like on second thought maybe not and they gave her Vegas. The okay, mule. The mule, which is a mule. <laughs> but that's I, not what I wanted. I, you wanted the horse that I got. Which yes. Is a the, beautiful, the beautiful brown and white horse. Stretchatella. Stretchatella Looking horse, horse. Who goes by the name Tommy. Tommy the horse. Tommy the horse. <laughs> beautiful name. Beautiful horse. Great ride. <laughs> and that is the best name. Tommy the horse. Tommy the horse. The best name for a horse. We love him. Okay. Love it. So they go around... They're talking about who's going to consummate the marriage, who's not. Everyone thinks Noi is DTF, which kind of surprised me. I guess she was acting a little noisy, her alter ego. Mm. And everyone was like, yeah, I think I think Noi's going to get it done. I feel like she was basically saying, I don't need to, but hey, if it comes down to it and we're attracted to each other, why not? Why not? It. Right? We're all adults You're married. Here. Oh, my gosh. We're, forget married. More people than they care to admit probably have had one night stands. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be at least a two month stand. So oh, go yeah. for it. Go wild. Like if you feel attracted to each other and everything, no one's going to call you a slut when you bang your husband. I, I love how sex positive the the experts are because they're always like, you guys are married, have mm. sex. Like, are they though? Like, That is a bowl of condoms. Like, like are they? Right. <laughs> Unlike freaking Chris, you remember when Paige was afraid that he got her pregnant or something? Well, Chris he, banged her out three times in the first like, night. He's like, so many beautiful queens. So many be- um, I got Paige. I'm not attracted to her. I'm not attracted to her, but I'm going to bang her a few times to see gonna, if, if something's right, going to come gonna up. I'm going to bang my way to attraction. Ugh, like, he uh, was the worst. It's usually the opposite. And I'm going to speak from a guy's point of view. Usually girls are way more attractive until you have sex with them. And once you've had sex, you're like, I got what I wanted. Like, meh. 
Look at this playboy over here. I'm not necessarily speaking from experience. I'm just saying the hunt is what a lot of people are mm. into. Once you get what you're hunting, you're kind of like, meh. Unless you find someone you really want to keep hunting with. 100%. <laughs> Let me remind you, 30% success rate on this show. That's very low. Let's let's move on to outfits the segment. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it. it's a segment we love on the Married to Reality podcast. We talk about it a lot on 90 Day Fiance with tell-alls and sometimes intermittently throughout the season. But I think this is appropriately outfits the segment. The dress shopping and the suit shopping. Let's do it. Outfits the segment. Let's start with... The dresses? The dresses. Listen, guys, I'll be honest right here, right? I do not like this part of Married First Time when they show up for a dress. You know why? Because it gives me a little anxiety from my own experience. Not that my experience was bad. It wasn't. But what I did was I didn't bring anyone with me. Mm. I found a dress. How dare you? My mom went with you the first time. Well, yes, we, we didn't find anything. And I wish your mom could go to more places with me, but I only stayed for a few days. And I was sick. You remember? And, and, and let's clarify why your mom was with you. Well, my mom you. is in the Czech Republic. Right. And it was, I love that your mom went with me, but it was a disaster because I was trying to, <laughs> A, I didn't like any of the dresses. The one I did like didn't fit me. Then I was trying to FaceTime my mom. Yes. So she was included. The reception was really bad at the store. Like It was very busy. I didn't like it. So then your mom left because they were just visiting us for a few days. And I decided to go alone, right? I had a vision in my head. And I found a dress that once they clipped it on me, I was like, yeah, this, this, this looks yeah. great. And I bought it. <laughs> they put those jumper cables on you. Which I shouldn't have because I should have taken more time. Because once I put it on again at home and everything, I realized like, wait a minute, that's the neck is not as deep as I wanted. I wanted a little more cleavage. Hello. The dress is too puffy. That's not my style. I wanted an A-shape, not oh, a flop. Oh, hello. So I found a lady who started altering my dress. To the point that she ended Alter up ego. removing the entire skirt and they're basically making me a new one. Yeah. So I spent a lot of money on the dress and even more money all the, on the alteration because I didn't take my time. I'm not going to lie. The final result I liked. Did sure. you like my dress? I beautiful. loved it. Beautiful. It was beautiful. It was what I wanted. But I get anxiety watching this because I'm like, why didn't I take more time? Right. I could have... Save myself all this pain going through all these alterations, trying to make it to the point. And again, I did, but I could have saved myself a lot of pain. Okay. Now that that's off your chest, Ugh! let's talk about Lindsay, who chose a dress that had like a built-in bra or something. It was not my favorite. Well, it looked like, oh, you took off your sports bra, but you left those inserts on your hey. boobs. But if you look at her at the wedding, she doesn't have that end. Oh, really? Oh, so maybe it was just... I think she just had nippies on. Ah, nippies, like yeah, the nip, nipple oh, covers. You don't have to tell me. I know. I call it nippies. Yeah, you bought it for yeah, me. sometimes I put them on. I ask you yeah. when you went to Target to get me nippies. I, that's a story I won't tell here, but <laughs> long story short, I didn't get them because... No, but you looked. <laughs> and I did ask. I you had did. to... It took me about 10 laps walking around Target to muster up the courage to <laughs> say... Guys, what aisle are these in? And I just pointed to the photo on my phone <laughs> and it was embarrassing. But okay, that's Lindsay. Not my favorite dress. No. Not my least favorite. Saw Jasmina. I mean, Jasmina's like a model, let's be honest here. So yeah. she would look good in anything. I liked the first 
dress she tried on. I was going to say, I did like it better too. Those sleeves. And, yeah. they, and they were like detached. They weren't yeah. part of the dress. Yeah, I liked it. Very cool. But she's got great arms. So show yeah. them off, which is what she chose to do. Um, a classic dress. Another classic dress. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I think I like Justina's dress the most. Okay. So those are the only two we saw at yeah. dress shop. Then a suit shopping. We saw. Oh my gosh. MTS. Mark the shark. The first suit, the blue one with the yellow bow tie. I freaking loved it. It, it was a good great. look. And he's like, Bleh, let's try look. this classic tuxedo, which is like. Nah, he looked uh, like New Year's Eve to me. He looked like a freaking penguin. He looked like he was hosting something. He looked like a oh wedding my gosh, DJ or he did. something, it's right? Like, give me the long mic. <laughs> the price is right. <laughs> no, the price is wrong, Mark. Yeah. No, he should have gone with the blue suit with the. Yellow bow tie, that looked cool, yeah. that looked hip. He I loved up. it, right? But I still like the tuxedo more than what the Mike pick. The maroon suit. Oh, Michael. Michael, yeah, I said Mike. Okay. Well, here's what I want to say about Michael, because this was sweet. He said, I always imagined my wife would pick out my suit. My wife would tell me what color suit I should go for. Aww. But left to his own devices, yeah, he goes Ron Burgundy. Oh, goes, my gosh. He looks like he's an usher at a movie theater. No, he looks like, oh, he's like a valet person at a restaurant. just want to give him my car keys. <sighs> yep. He would have looked no. better in no. a tux. In a tux, blue, black, anything but the maroon. <sighs> but he was feeling himself, which is all that matters. He really liked the way he looked. Yeah. And it came out that his grandmother... I think loves Burgundy, mm. loves Ron Burgundy or, or loves Anchorman or something. Yeah. So that was nice. That was good. But again, not my choice. Definitely not. I would not let you wear that. Okay. See, and that's what he was hoping for. He was mm. hoping for a wife to tell well, him. Well, hopefully he's going to have a wife forever who can forever. tell him how to dress. Who can dress on. him. Yeah. <laughs> Lay it out on his bed for him. So then one last hurrah. We get to the bachelor and the bachelorette parties. So let's start with the guys. Sure. Right. The guys are in the club. Cue the strippers. Cue, I think Elijah on called some of his friends because the strippers pour in and he's having a little too much fun. He's like the Jovi of the Marriott first oh, yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out he, to Jovi and Yara from 90 Day. I mean, Elijah on had his shirt off. Like he had more clothing removed than the strippers did. Yeah, he was wild. He was wild. Again, one thing is like, okay, this is your last night to be single and mingle. But at the same time, just look at the strippers. Like, just look at it. You know, take a dollar, put it, uh, you know, what is, shove it up their panties. Sure, you, shove it up there. Shove it up their panties, whatever you do. Yeah, don't, like a vending machine. Don't do the stripping with them. Right. So that was a little too much. Mark the right, We don't need audience participation no. at a strip club. Oh, no. Mark the shark said he never kissed on New Year's Eve, but it's going to change. He he was getting in on the dances too, but at least he kept his shirt on. Yeah, but it's like when I look at Mark the shark, it almost feels like he's joking. He's like, yeah, having fun. I feel like Elijah Wood was like so oh, into it. Oh, yeah. She was just like <laughs> dancing like a snake. Yeah, you could tell that wasn't his first time. Yeah, Mark the shark was just... You know, having mm -hmm. fun, which I'm fine with. But you love Mark the Shark. I do love Mark the Shark. Okay. And yeah. What about the bachelorette parties? Let's do that. Drag queens. They're at a drag, drag show. Drag queens. That's great. I like it. That's fun. I loved one of the drag queens goes, it's a small world in Boston. I wonder which one of your husbands I've slept with. 
<laughs> so, so Lindsay. Wild Lindsay. Uh, she's like, the bartender at dinner the other night was so cute. I uh, probably should have enjoyed that. Let's just hope Mark doesn't have a small penis. Just a lot of information all oh at once. All, all sounding like a woman who's not ready to get married. And here we get the first look at Lindsay loving the alcohol. Oh, yeah. Because she's really getting drunk, <laughs> talking about sex toys. And Katina says, I don't use sex toys. She's like, you don't want to spice it up? <laughs> and basically then uh, Lindsay tells us that she likes everyone but Alyssa. She said Katina's a queen. Noi can be, Noi's gonna be wild. Yeah, Noi was on the dance floor. She was doing her thing. Lin, did you see it? Lindsay was holding like five shots and I don't think they were for the other girls. I think they were all for, oh, for, sure. for yeah. her. Alyssa goes, I was offered many shots tonight and that's, that's just not me. Yeah. And then Lindsay said, yeah, like Jasmina is an absolute queen. Katina is so nice and, you know, beautiful or genuine. Noi, oh, I can see her being a little wild. Mm-hmm. And what's what's the last one's name? <laughs> like she literally <laughs> says, she's like, what's the last one's name? Alyssa? Like, yeah. Uh, I will say I appreciate that they stopped having the bachelor bachelorette parties the night before the wedding. Remember when it used to be, oh, it's our bachelor party. Wait, this wasn't the night before? No, this was four or five days till the wedding. Oh, good. Oh, my gosh. It's so much better. It goes so much harder. Like a night before, we had our Friday night dinner. We had yeah. a rehearsal dinner and drinks. Yeah. I got drunk there. Oh, yeah. I mean, we yeah. all did. I called her Lindsay that night. But I could never have a bachelorette party even the night before that. It's ridiculous. I would probably fall asleep during the wedding ceremony. I might throw up during the wedding ceremony. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So that was the bachelor, bachelorette. And then wedding day. And my favorite couple so far is going first. And I, guys, have to say that there have been so many great weddings on Married First Sight. And also, most of them are just kind of boring. It's like, oh, like I like, you know, usually you like how the other person looks. You don't really talk. You just say hello. You say, I do. You already do vows. But this one was great because Lindsay got absolutely hammered. And I don't think we've ever seen it before. Uh, I mean, the production had to steer her to the altar. Like she was so drunk that, that like, some people got, was, what was her name? Uh, Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Lindsay was Virginia oh, no. level drunk or Virginia worse. was fine. Like, yeah. I thought Virginia was drunk. No, she had a few shots. She handled herself just fine, right? Sure. Lindsay, however, let's talk about it. Okay, well, it starts with Mark and his boys. They're popping champagne. They're getting a little loose. Lindsay and her girls, they're talking penis size, of course. Yeah, and then Lindsay said something, and I'm just going to say she literally pooped in her mouth. Uh Uh-oh. She said, I never met a stranger I didn't like. Uh Uh-oh. Literally, throwback to the bachelorette party when she was saying, like, oh, I don't like Alyssa. Alyssa, who that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But she probably doesn't remember. Okay. So I'll give her a pass. So we go back to the hotel room, and Mark, we know his mom has to deal with something. She's in the rehab facility, so she can't be at the wedding. So he calls her. He calls Rose. Her Boston accent is so 
heavy, <laughs> and I love it so much. Is it that heavy? She calls him Mac. Mac, okay? <laughs> so I need to tell this story because I may have said it before. I don't know. I lived in Boston for several years. I went to school in Boston. Shout out to the Terriers. <laughs> right? And... Okay, so I have I have a Mac story. So freshman year, orientation, we all go to like an auditorium, an arena to sit down and be orientated. I don't know. And I get sat next to this guy and I'm trying to be friendly. It's my first day. I want to make friends. So I'm like, hey, I'm John. What's your name? And he goes, Mac. And I go, <laughs> so nice to meet you, Mac. And we're talking. We're hitting it off. It's great. I'm like, I got this new friend, Mac, me and Mac, John and Mac, right? <laughs> and then we get up and we're walking around, we're mingling more. And I guess Mac had met some other people. And we walk over to these other people and they're like, Mark, what's going on? And I'm like, <laughs> like, Mark, this is, this is Mac. What do you guys think? And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Oh, boy. He's got a heavy Boston accent. And when he introduced himself to me, he was saying Mark. But with his accent, he said Mac. Mac. So embarrassing. <laughs> but hearing Mark's mom be like, hey, Mac, like, you know, good luck. I wish the best. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I love that accent so much. It brings me back so much. Another reason I'm so excited to cover this season because we love Boston. I've been once. We love that accent. You've been <laughs> once. And, oh, it just, it made my heart tingle to hear Mac. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed this. Yes. I enjoyed it for a different reason. I just loved that Mark the Shark called his mom to let her know because she couldn't be there. Mm -hmm. That's heartbreaking. But he called her to let her know. And she's happy. That was beautiful. She's supportive. Yeah. So then let's talk about Lindsay has her dad, Greg, there. And he's Giving her good advice. Think twice before you open your mouth. Mm. Don't say anything when you're angry. Or drunk. Oh, that, well, that'll be difficult. She'll, <laughs> she'll be a mime if she doesn't speak when she's yeah. drunk. So she said she always tried with mom to kind of act politely and not say things when she was angry. Clearly it didn't work. They have a strained relationship. Mom's not there. Wishes she could be, but she's not. Greg says, don't worry, your mother chose not to be here. It's her loss, not yours. Yeah, just have a great day. <sighs> have another drink. So it's go time. Lindsay is two bottles of champagne deep at this at point. At least. And Mark the Shark says, Mrs. MTS, are you ready? <laughs> he walks out to a nice round of applause. Lindsay is dropping her bouquet drunk. Chugging her boobs like fall out of the dress. Chugging Diet Coke, which I can only imagine is mixed with Jack Daniels. Oh, for sure. She's burping, burp heard round <laughs> the world, right? She's stumbling in and out. She's trying to sneak some of her cake before she even meets Mark. She's out of control. So here we go. Out stumbles Lindsay. I honestly didn't think she's going to walk. I didn't mm. think she's going to walk down the aisle. I thought that they're going to have her sit down for like an hour or two and postpone oh, yeah. the ceremony because she needed to sober Someone up. Someone call and they, a PA. They yeah. were like staring her. 
be like, uh, we got a belching bride here. We got a belching <laughs> bride. This is probably not great for Mark or television. Actually, it's great for television. Let's roll. <laughs> like the producer's like, to the left, to the left, to the right, to the right. Yeah, they're three, doing a wedding three. lion dance before they even said I do. Yeah. She was so To hammered. the left, to the left. Yeah. I, I literally, and listen, guys, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think this ever happened on nine, I mean, on Meredith's first <laughs> side. And I already thought that Virginia was wild. Nope, this is, she takes the wedding cake. Oh, this she is sure does. Ridiculous. So she gets out there. She's happy. She asks her new last name immediately. And Mark's like, well, everyone calls me the shark. Are you okay going by Mrs. Shark? No, he didn't say that, but I wish, I kind of wish he did. Um, love this officiant, classic Bostonian. This dude is just like, eh, Boston Harbor, eh? Uh, no filter, hashtag no filter. Take a, <laughs> take a picture. It'll last longer. Did well, you hear Lindsay after Mark said, I mug the shark. She said, I hate sharks. Yeah. <laughs> So they read their vows. Lindsay first, pretty straightforward. Loyal, loyalty, choosing Mark. Yeah. Uh, uh, cherishing Mark. And then Mark goes. Did you see how she kept interrupting everyone? The minister, Mark the shark. Because she was so. She's a know, drunk. You know when you were drunk? You don't hear anybody else. Yeah, someone's talking and you just want to tell people you're saying. You just want to be part of the group, any oh, yeah. group. So. And you could tell that Mark Duchard knows that she's hammered. Oh, I'm sure he smelled it. I'm sure he, absolutely. I'm sure he smelled it before she even entered the uh, aisle. I'm sure he smelled the burp from when she was backstage. I'm sure he saw like a piece of a keg on her face. Oh. Okay, so she does her <laughs> vows. Then Mark goes and he's like, I looked all over Boston for her, Bunker Hill, Nantasic Beach, South Shore <laughs> Plaza. Like, it sounded like a school closing scrolling on the TV during a snow day when it's like Natick Mass, 90 oh minute delay, Worcester, 90 minute delay. He's like, he's just like listing off different cities in Boston or Massachusetts. Okay, this is a little side, a little sidetrack, but when you just, when you just said in check, we don't know that. We don't close schools because of snow. There's yeah. a freaking snow. Get on the bus. You get to school two hours late. <laughs> That's okay. You just get some extra layers. My mom always packed sure. extra clothes because I was always wet by the time I got to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I used to love watching Hey Arnold. Oh. And there was this episode where Arnold was from New York. It was this episode when Arnold was really hoping for school closure. Oh, yeah. And then there was a snow day and Arnold was like waiting by the radio and they were saying 75th Street closed, 70, <laughs> 75 and second closed. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> well, why are they closing all these schools? That's how I learned all the towns in my state was just watching that for hours. And it's so crazy to me, but it's funny that you just mentioned mm-hmm. it about Boston. Oh, yeah. No, we did in Connecticut for sure. So, okay. <laughs> After all that, they exchange the rings. Things get a little Greek. A couple halos held over their heads. Oh, I love it. Right? Um, then they're pronounced husband and wife. We get a respectable kiss. I was just going to add, I'm surprised that she said, I grew up Greek Orthodox, that she didn't mention it at all. I know, up if until this point. If you are so serious about it that you involve in your wedding, you should have said something. We... 
kind of got a similar thing with Bow and Johnny, where we didn't know there was going to be that tea ceremony until uh, that's right. afterwards, that's right? right? So who knows? She could have said it and they could have edited it out. But they both were saying they're really into their Asian culture and their heritage. Right. So it was almost expected. We had no idea that Lindsay that's true. was Greek. That's true. Um, okay. So a little bit of a respectable kiss, right? Not, mm-hmm. Nothing too much. I'm pretty sure Mark Desfar got drunk off of that kiss. Oh, he was giving her a breathalyzer with his mouth. And they walk, they walk away to get a little privacy. Mark tells the cameras, Lindsay's beautiful. Always my favorite part. I'm always waiting with bated breath to be like, what do you think of her? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Did you see as they were walking off the aisle or away from the aisle, down yeah. the aisle? Sure. What do you call it? All of the above. Yeah. She was walking all over the place. She was so drunk. <laughs> was so so I think drunk. It. She's like, <gasps> so <laughs> only child, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, hey, he's attracted to her. Um, for now. It looked kind of like when she went in for a kiss afterwards, he kind of like weaved and bobbed and went for a hug. There was a moment that you could tell in his eyes that he's like, Jesus. This, this is a lot. This girl is wasted and it's a lot. Yeah, this is a lot. Like, I, f- I felt bad. Like, he's such a nice guy. Like, maybe she's a nice girl. Who knows? But why did you get so hammered on the one day? Of the year, of, the, of your life. Well, she's a you drinker. Shouldn't. She's a drinker and she's nervous. So, like, combine those two things, you get Lindsay on wedding day. Like, I, I understand. Get a shot. Like, he had a shot before we walked we down the aisle. We did do a shot. Aisle. We sipped a cocktail. I, we had a shot, didn't we? Oh, no, no. we sipped a cocktail. We, we sipped, sipped a cocktail. cocktail before. But still, yes, have a drink. That's perfectly fine. Don't get hammered. I know. First impressions are a thing. I guess not if you're married to this person. There's, they can't really run, but... She indulged. She indulged. Overindulged. So they're walking away. They're talking. And this is great. This is my favorite part of every season when the couples meet after the wedding and they talk. And Lindsay goes, if you could be any animal, what would you be? And this is Mark the Shark. We're all thinking, oh, he's gonna, this is a layup for him, right? This is a softball question. <gasps> he's going shark. He says, monkey. <laughs> Mark the monkey. I don't like monkeys. You don't like monkeys? No. But I love this answer because I have to imagine he's aware that sharks are fish and not animals. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this guy is, this is brilliant. Because he could just say shark, but he's like, no, shark's a fish. She asked animal. Yeah. I'm going monkey. If he was Mark the whale, he could have said it because whales. Ooh, hello. Whales are mammals. You guys didn't know you could tune into this podcast for this type of intelligence. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) No, mammals, yeah. Yeah, they're mammals. But he's Mark the Shark. Yeah, okay. So that's it. That's the show. Now I think we do predictions. Wait. Did I miss something? Dude, we we didn't talk about the one thing that literally... Was the wow, like I dropped my jaw. Lindsay just like rolling on the ground, basically drunk. Yeah, she was so drunk, she was rolling on a bench. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, I'm a tomboy. Oh, She's like loving it. She's ready to be married, but she was so drunk. Yeah. And when she stopped rolling on the bench, they had the cat discussion. And Mark said, oh, I have three cats. And she's like. No, no, you're lying. You're lying. She was absolutely <laughs> drunk. You're lying. She's like, I'm a crazy cat lady. 
And you could see the fear in Mark's eyes. Oh, well, his eyes are always bulging out of his head. But yes, this this more than ever, you could see is like, what did I get myself into? I honestly, I was like, yes. But in the same time, <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, Mark the Shark. He didn't even ask what animal she would be. Right? He didn't even return the question. What animal drinks? Like a drink like a fish? No, she'd be a skunk. Drunk as a skunk. Oh, is that what people say? <laughs> I think people are like, you're drunk as a skunk. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And she smells because she burps a lot. <laughs> okay. Predictions? All right. All right. Let's start with Mark and Lindsay. Okay. Should we say it at the same time so we don't But influence? let's do three, two, one, go, and then we say it. Okay. Okay. Lindsay and Mark the shark. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. No. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Lindsay's going to be way too much for Mark the Shark, I think. I think so. Unless they'll surprise us like the couple from, I think it was season eight, Philadelphia, AJ and Stephanie. Remember, uh, AJ was so annoying. Yes. So annoying. Uh, and I didn't think they're going to make she it. She have red hair? Yes. Yes. But okay. somehow they made it. Oh, my gosh. He, and he's I, very Mark the Shark. Yeah. That's, no, oh. no, no, no. no but he's, he's annoying. Very, but look, look alike. No, I know. I think Mark the Shark's annoying. But <laughs> No, I love Mark the Shark. <laughs> okay. But anyways, I still don't think they're going to make it. Okay. All right. Next All right. couple. Uh, Katina and Elijah one. Okay. Give me a countdown. Three, two, one, go. No. no. Yeah. I think they're on the show for clout. I think they want Instagram followers. I don't see it. I don't think that, but I think... The fact that Elijah won was cheating and all that. Yep. It's just going to be too much. Yep. Okay. All right. Next Noi, couple. Noi and Steve. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Yes. yes. Woo. Woo. I think uh, if Steve can figure out the job situation, mm-hmm. we got promise here. I think so too. Okay. Jeff, Jasmine Mina. and Michael. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Yes. yes. Woo. We Woo. are. Look at us. Come Sink. on. Uh, I just want them to work. I I don't. Have any other reason than I just I am too. hopeful for them. And last, last, last one. but okay, not Alyssa least. Okay, Alyssa and Chris. Three, two, one, go. No. no. And I hope not because <laughs> should, I Alyssa's, like Chris. Alyssa's I don't crazy. like Alyssa. This is crazy. All right, guys, that is it same. for episode one of Married at First Sight. This was fun. I like talking about this show. <sighs> I think this is going to be a good season. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to it. Me too. Throwing this into the mix of 90 Day Fiance. So thank you guys for asking us to cover this. I'm glad we are. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. So make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's as hot as this new season. Oh, yeah. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Pod. You can message us there. You can, I don't know, like our memes if you like our memes. We'll keep you updated on when we're posting things, when things are happening with the pod and whatnot. Just follow us at Pod for all the information. Also, we got merch. If you want merch, if you're cold and you need a sweatshirt, MarriedRealityPodcast.com. There's a button there for the store. I think you're going to like it. We've had uh, several of you guys get the merch and reach out to us and tell us you're enjoying it. So thank you. Make sure you post a picture if you get that merch. We will reshare it. And eh, it just makes our day when we see you rocking that Married to Reality merch. 100%. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do please do. It makes our day. It makes our week. Again, if you're just tuning in for the first time, you don't have to leave a review. Listen to us for a couple episodes. Let us know what you think after that. That's it. That's all for now. That's all for now, guys. We, we, it's all or nothing. 
It's literally all. It's all or nothing. And it's all for now. It's all or nothing. It's all or nothing. All right, we couldn't we couldn't end the podcast without doing that. So now we've officially said it all. You said it all. Oh my gosh. You said it all. All right. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye.